El nuevo orden. El nuevo orden. Musical. Perreito, como en los viejos tiempos. De esos que te ponen bien contento. De esos que son para bajar bien lento. De esos que te hacen perder todo el conocimiento. Perreito, pegadito contra la pared. De esos que la gente te pide otra vez. De esos que le gusta poner el DJ. De esos que bailamos todas las bebés. Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Vero Valle Flores. And I'm Miriam Suela Perez. And we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. And each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love. And this week we're bringing you some of our summer faves that either you might have missed or really truly that we missed telling you about because we were out. Estuvimos de vacaciones, but not really because we were working. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Fake vacaciones. Well, this is your pick, so you want to tell us about what we're starting with? Yeah, definitely. So uh, this is Perreito by Mariah. Let's take another listen. <laughs> So I can't really remember how I found this song, but I was listening to it and then um, I was into it because this song has a similar sort of... Um, you know, minimalist production situation happening, like what I was talking about right. a few episodes ago. And I had been like, I tweeted about it with, I tweeted about this like minimalist production sort of micro trend that I'd been noticing. And this woman, this amazing Puerto Rican woman from Chicago that I've been connecting with, her name is Veronica Davila. And she has a podcast called Platano Diaries, which get into it. It's so good. Mm, let's um, put a link in the show notes for folks. Absolutely. Absolutely. So she tweeted about Perreito like the day after I'd been listening to it. And I was like, yes, fuck yeah. So I was like, you know, I was like, I like dove in, right? I just like love this song. I love the yeah. production. I love it's the good. way that. Yeah, right. And I love that she's like the way that she's describing like the feeling of a good like perreito, you know, it's just like <laughs> lo siento, you know, like lo sentí, me dio el feeling. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's definitely she's, the vibe of the video too. Yeah, yeah. It's like de esos de los viejos tiempos, de esos que te hacen perder todo el conocimiento. I'm like, yes, been there, been mm -hmm. there, love mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm super into it. It was like definitely like a summer jam for me. And um, I'm just excited for a Puerto Rican woman in the game, you know, like doing cool shit, being hella cute. She's super cute. I liked her aesthetic in the video too. I know she's super young. She's 19. She's um, Puerto Rican and Cuban descent, hey. actually. Hey. And um, <laughs> yeah, she's named after Mariah Carey. So, ya tú sabes que le va a salir bien. You know, she's got like, you know, the elders. I don't know if Mariah would appreciate being called an elder. Pero I mean, bueno. sorry, Mariah, you're an elder. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would be into her when she's named after your faith. <laughs> you know? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Mariah looks good, but. She's been around for a while. Right, right, right. Exacto. But <laughs> yeah, and this video, you know, like you were saying, like she's super cute. Yeah. Like she's, it looks, it, it's a really good look. Like her like mm -hmm. aesthetic is very mm -hmm. cute. I like, but mm -hmm. like my favorite part about it is that like, you know, La Nena Obi like is not the best dancer necessarily, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like she's just Pobrecita. like bopping along. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. The thing is like, she's not like trying, but she did hire some fire ass Afro Latina mm -hmm. dancers for the video mm -hmm. who can like fucking move and can like do like the perreito some justice. Yeah. And I just like, I feel like I see so many people in Urbano out there like doing these videos with like nary a black person in sight. Like I have like mm. my hand if, like on top of my eyes, like looking like nothing, Shameful. you know, and it's always mad sus. So I was very pleased um, to see that she had hired these dancers, right. passed on truly, some of the funds. Truly diverse 
cast in her video. Yeah. And, um, you know, less important, but also very cute is that there's this really adorable <laughs> puppy. <laughs> well, I mean, Perreito, like, come on, we've got to give credit. I thought it was so cute. To where it comes so from. so cute. <laughs> Um, credit where yeah. credit is due, you know? I know, I know, the dogs, <laughs> the dogs. <laughs> um, yes, this, I really like this song. Yes, I approve, I approve. And I know you were thinking about this for like our Perreo Intenso episode because it's on brand with that, although this is not like a political song necessarily, but. Right, um, right. But very connected, so. and Yeah, timely. yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, I'm really excited to like watch her career and see what she does and. You know, I wish her a lot of success going forward. It's hard to be a young woman in the game, but I think that, yeah. you know, she's off to a really great start. Yeah. I'm excited to to know about her. Thank you for bringing this to the show. Absolutely. So part of our, in case you missed it, this episode was like, what was our, what do we do this summer? And you, you talked a little bit about like your beach. You did a lot of beach time and whatnot when we had our first episode mm-hmm. from the break. Yeah. But... Um, I don't know. I guess wanted to like talk more about what we did while we were gone. It was a long time. It was like almost it two was. months that we we took a break, and this summer felt long to me. I don't know how it felt to you, but I, it, it felt did. like a long it felt summer. long. It felt good. I think that like you know some of it was like I don't know. I just I got so much beach time, which as you all know is my favy fave. I even I got some beach time in last week, which like mm-hmm. was a surprise late, late September hot day. Was, is Reese open? Past no, everybody? but the gays no. don't give a fuck. <laughs> we were so, all like, there. you just, you just, it, it doesn't matter. Like, they don't shut off access. There's just no, no, way. no, there's just no lifeguards. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Hopefully. And the parking <laughs> is free. So, that act, that's actually nice. Great. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. So, yeah. It's still hot. It's still hot here, but it's still starting hot. To down. Went to the beach again. Um, we know one of the things that, um, that I did also was I was doing some political work around Venezuelans yeah. in Miami. That's exciting. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, you know, like, no shade to your people, Pérez, but I, I don't mean, want Venezuelans to be the next group of embarrassing Latino Republicans. I know. It's so true. It's so <laughs> Cubans. True. I have nothing, I have no defense, except that 30% of Cuban Americans voted for Obama, so shit is It's getting changing. better. Pero it's getting despacito. better. Despacito. That's the Pero real despacito. it took, like, right 50 there. years, right? It took, like, 50 years, and we're, we don't have that kind of yeah. time, so... No, we don't. Um, you we know, don't. I'm working on staging an intervention on that so I support you yeah so that's an exciting thing that I've been doing and it's like really you know I feel like you know I talked about having a breakup last summer this summer also during that episode and I feel like in some ways having something that shakes you to your core in that way like opens up a lot for mm-hmm. you and I feel like yeah. it like open I'm just like I have like my life is like full of so many possibilities and I'm just not mm-hmm. that I didn't have time for this before but yeah. I'm just like I can do anything with my time like I'm the boss of everything that I do and I'm just gonna yeah. like yeah. make a decision to put a lot of time into this yeah. and it, I care That's about beautiful. it so it's been really rewarding That's beautiful I love that yeah I think I said this to you via text but like finding happiness as despite all the, like how romantic I am and how much I love love and like da, da 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 like finding happiness as an adult as a single person has been like some of the most rewarding parts of my life like there's just nothing like it I think just like really loving your life and owning your time and not needing to be in that kind of relationship to feel happy has been so important to me so yeah 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 it's been it's really great it's been beautiful. really great <clears throat> I've been happy what have you been up to this you? summer Yeah. I feel like I also, I feel like I had a real summer in a way that I haven't in a while, you know, cause like we're both self-employed, like we don't get time off, paid time off. You know, it's like a very different way to live a life in some ways than, than some of our peers and people who like have full-time gigs and whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I feel like I had a real summer and like traveled a lot, but like not only for work, you know? Like I did, I go to the, I went to like four different beaches, which is like beach, beach, like last summer I didn't go to the beach at all. Like it's not usually a priority for me, but it just sort of happened that way this summer and I really enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, I was just like, I was like really loving my life. I think I'm, I'm in a good place and like just been feeling pretty like happy and, um, just like, yeah, really enjoying my time and not having as much stress. Like my work situation is like stressful in some ways cause I'm not, I'm not making as much money right now because I'm working on this right. novel this like young adult novel that I'm in the process of trying to sell essentially. But 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like stressful in its own way, but I'm not like on constant deadline, you know, like this is the first time really in my, the last like five years that I haven't been constantly under some sort of contract and writing about like news and politics all of the time. And it's been so nice. <laughs> it's been so nice to like take yeah. a break from that. Yeah. Not totally. have to pay attention to the news, not have to be thinking constantly about like, what's my next piece going to be and how am I going to get the interviews in? Like I've just, my hustle has been like a little bit slower and so, you know, I'm not making very much money and like I have, I have a apartment that I like will sometimes share with roommates when like things are tight and so I have roommates again, but like I sort of feel happy about it. I'm like, let me share my resources in whatever way I can so that I can like live the life I want to live and like prioritize the things I want to prioritize. So that's really beautiful. That's yeah, nice. I know. I can't really complain. You know, it's like, I've never been motivated by like trying to make a lot of money. That's never clearly like, look at the things I choose to do. That's like never <laughs> been, <laughs> it's never been my focus. And I feel like this makes it so clear why it's like, I would much rather like get to decide how I spend my time than, mm. you know, a lot of my friends, you know, in, my, in their mid thirties in DC, like people make a lot of money. Some of them, you know, like they make like twice the amount of money that I make or more. Um, and I look at their lives and I'm like, no, thank you. You know, like I actually just really prefer having ownership over my time and stuff. So, I mean, I got to figure out the resources. I can't actually do this sustainably for a long time, but, um, but I feel blessed to be able to do it even for a period of time, you know, and just really get to like decide how I spend my time and, and where my resources go. And I think I end up working more in some ways than, than other people, but I get to Mm. choose what I'm working Mm -hmm. on, you know, Mm -hmm. like I only really get one day off a week if that, you know, like I'm working a lot, but um, but I'm choosing what I'm working on and it's not super stressful right now, which is a really a blessing. That's so, so lovely. That's yeah. so lovely. Yeah. So yeah, it was a sweet summer and I'm, I love fall, so I'm like not mad about it, but I know you are like a summer baby. So you get a little sad when the weather starts to turn or you like starting yeah. to have that feeling. Yeah. I'm definitely happy. I mean, it's it helps that it's like, it was 90 degrees yesterday. It's yeah, a little so bit freaky, you know, we're not like there in terms yet, of totally. like it's end times. But, um, but I do, I do love it. I do love the, the heat, the heat. And, you know, I'm coming to terms with the fall. Yeah. I feel like, cause I don't actually hate the fall. I just hate, I hate the winter, but I'm, I have a hard time being present Mm -hmm. through the fall knowing that winter is coming. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I understand that. But yeah, I think it's. I don't mind winter as much, and I know that in order for fall and spring to be possible, winter has to be a part of it, and I like those seasons, so mm, yeah, I'm a little bit more at peace with like the seasonal changes. Also, like I grew up with four seasons, and you didn't, right? right? So it's like I a didn't. different relationship. I grew up with like summer all of the time, and I was yeah. like, why would anybody do anything else? Right, and I'm like, I love fall. Also, like fall is way more my gender than summer, <laughs> so like <laughs> I'm like happy for fall to come back, and I can be like. I like, I've, I've gotten into like the summer men's florals have been like one of the best things to happen to my fashion in a really mm. long time. So I'm really happy about that. And I hope that they don't go back to like the boring plain like menswear prints, but, <laughs> um, but I'm ready for layers and like jackets and, you know, I got to wear my Riley Manea like team feelings pin on my jean jacket the other day. Cause it was like randomly kind of cold and I felt like so happy <laughs> to be back <laughs> in layers. So That's there's so that funny. Too. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, it's like, you know, I get I can get that's how I can get excited about it. It's like the looks. It's like, okay, I yeah, got like different good options looks. for you clothes. You do have good looks. Yeah. Let's talk about your next song, shall yeah, we? Yeah, let's do it. So, this is my first pick for this episode and I am so fucking excited about the song. It was kind of hard to wait a few weeks to bring it, but here <laughs> it is. This is um, Morid Solo by Prince Royce. <laughs> Prefiero borracho, mejor morir 
this was released on August 29th and it was like the best surprise I'd ever received because I didn't know it was coming. <laughs> and it's just like everything I love about Prince Royce. Like this is this is such a kind of testament to like why I love him and what the type of bachata that like he puts out that made me fall in love with bachata and then introduced me to like so much more than just his style. But this is such a return to like his roots, I think, in terms of his music. And he's been off on all sorts of like weird, like not that exciting pop collaboration things and like whatever and blah, blah, blah. And I've just been like, so not feeling any of it. And uh-huh. then he puts this out and I'm like, yes. Like it feels like he's back kind of, you know? Yeah. It's, what did you think of it? I really liked it. I really liked yeah, it. It felt like good. very, I was like, this isn't like too like weird or poppy or like, you know, it was just like his like bachata shit, you know? Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. Prince Royce. Yeah. Oh, that makes me happy. I feel like you've come a long way on the bachata. I have. Part. I have. It's yeah. all you, friends. Yeah. It's all you. No, <laughs> I love that. That's like one of my proudest accomplishments. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, this is like. Yeah, this is him. This is just, like, what he's really good at. And I'm like, I don't know what he's trying to do with the pop shit, but, like, whatever. People want to, like, try new things and grow and blah, blah, blah. But, like, this is what he's so good at. And, like, I I was just so, so happy because I didn't know if it was ever going to come. Like, he did a little, like, bachata-ish thing with Mark Anthony. Like, he's, you know, there's been some flavor, but it's not been, like, particularly good or compelling. And so I had kind of given yeah. up on him a little bit, yeah, yeah. you know? And I so thought, then this comes I thought out. This was solid. I thought it's this solid. was solid. I was very it's pleased. So solid. Um, it's of course like romantic and soft, and has this sort of melodic thing that he's really good at. Um, I don't know if this is true or not, but like the lyrics could be a nod to like his recent marriage. He went off and like ran off and had a secret marriage, like secret oh. in that like he didn't tell anyone about it, and then everyone's like, "He's we're married." Um, he's married to this model actress woman whose name I can't remember now, but I definitely like. Google stalked her a little bit after it happened. Um, so yeah, maybe he's in love and this, you know, his songs are always really romantic, but this one is like, you know, I don't want to live without you basically. Um, yeah. And yeah, so there is an album coming called okay. Alter Ego and this is going to be on the album according to Billboard, but I don't, I don't know if it's going to be a compilation of all the singles he's put out. Like this is the only bachata so far besides like that Ikto song, which whatever. Um, mm. So I'm hoping that there'll be more of the bachata to come because I fucking love this and it's just yeah it's just like at the core of what I love about bachata it's like it's at the heart of my like love for bachata and so having there be new stuff from him just makes me really happy and I it feels like it doesn't feel like oh this is the same old same old you know it still felt like different or interesting you know I mean it's not like a a big departure or whatever but like it didn't feel like oh it's just like sounds exactly the same as he sounded you know 10 years ago so He's still, I think, evolving, but it's just super solid. The video is worth checking out. It's really pretty, and it's filmed in Samana in, in DR. Um, okay. So it's really beautiful, just like a beautiful yeah. setting, which I think our friends, Rachel and Isha, talked about going there um, at some point, but we didn't We didn't make it there. And yeah, then just random fun fact I learned from an article on Dominican Today, which is not a publication I had ever come across before, mm-hmm. um, that August 9th, 2018 was proclaimed Prince Royce Day by de Blasio (laughs) in New York City. All right. So I don't know what happens on Prince Royce Day, but I would totally love to participate in any festivities. (laughs) So (laughs) New Yorkers, let me know. It might be a privately (laughs) celebrated holiday. I mean, maybe. But he's a big deal. He's a big deal. Um, Okay, the last thing I want to say about bachata well um second to last thing i want to say about bachata is that i am gonna be flexing my bachata dj skills again tell us about <laughs> Which it i'm so excited about it so ace and ciara who i've talked about on the show before who are like a really amazing queer puerto rican dance duo who like travel around the world dancing and performing and teaching um are doing a bachata boot camp in washington dc on october 19th and they asked me to DJ the last hour of the workshop. It's a four-hour workshop. Um, they asked oh, me to nice. DJ the social dancing part of it, which is um, the and it was so sweet. They were at my the night that I did with the QT Fusion folks that we t- talked about on the show. They were the teachers that night, and Ace was so sweet and was like, "You're my favorite bachata DJ," <laughs> and it made Aww. it like gave me my life back um, because I just play all the classics. Like I've noticed now going out to more dancing things with bachata that that DJs like to do all these like weird remixes where it's like a pop song, but then they put like a bachata beat under it or something. 
and it just doesn't work that well. And it's like, there's so much fucking good bachata. Like you don't need to do that. Like there's literally hours and hours and hours of bachata. Like why? Like why? Yeah. Unnecessary. No. So Moritzola will definitely be on that playlist. Um, So I'm going to put a link in the show notes. If you're you're in DC, you're in the DC area. It's going to be in Virginia, actually, I think in... I'm not going to say where. It's in Northern Virginia. I'm not going to say where because I don't remember right now. But check out the show notes. There are only a few spots left. They're really, really good teachers. If you're looking to learn bachata, they're amazing um, and really loving. And they totally are great about like not being super gendered around like follow and lead. So like anybody can learn to lead or follow. It doesn't matter about gender. And yeah, they're just like a really great duo to learn from so and if you come i will be there and i will be djing the last hour so check out the show notes for a link but they only have a few spots left so if you're interested you should go ahead and sign up cute very cute yeah i'm excited about it i don't know if i'm ever gonna be a dj in a more way but like djing bachata is like the only thing i really want to do so it's perfect for me um okay now we have to talk about the serious chisme of like right now because we're recording this the day that they released the Latin Grammy nominations. Ooh, child. Oh, la gente me my tiene alta. God. Oh, my God. We were both feeling really me heated. Tiene alta esta gente. There's For real, like... so many reasons that we feel heated. I mean, it's every year. I feel like every year I'm <sighs> I outraged, know. and I don't know why. It's like they're so fucking corny. Yeah. Unos viejos que no saben de nada, you know? Like, just, yeah. like, make it the manacho and go. I mean, I know. This is the first year that I actually sat down and scrolled through all of the nominations. I've, like, watched the the show in the past. So I've seen, like, the winners. But it's even more frustrating when you look at the nominations because that's, like, way more people. Um, and I was just, like, there's so few artists on this nomination list that, like, are artists that we listen to or talk about, which just feels wild to me because we're, like, a Latinx music podcast. And, like, we're not the most diverse ever, but we're like, we're pretty fucking diverse. Like we cover, we try to cover a lot of ground. And the fact that like so many of the people that were nominated are people that were like not paying attention to at all was really like frustrating and surprising to me. The thing that's especially frustrating for me this year. So like every single year, Urbano, I feel like is really snubbed. There's like, Urbano is ghettoized into this like category, right? Of the Urbano category, but like, yeah, which for example, for like, Por Siempre isn't nominated for Album of the Year. That yeah. is fucking nuts to me. Absurd. Okay? Absurd. Like, that is absurd. Um, and, like, it's nominated for Best Urbano Album, which, like, yeah, facile, you know? Pero, like, yeah. how is El Mal Querer by Rosalia, which... Your fave. <laughs> I fucking love that album. No, I'm yeah, not like, no. I say no, that completely like unironically. Yeah. El Mal Querer like is a fucking stunning piece of work. She's from fucking Spain. How is she they like on care. there? They don't How care. are they on there? They like, don't make the- that distinction. They don't care. Clearly. Because like Alejandro Sanz is also on there and I'm sure there's others that we're not even. Yeah. And they're like leading like the nominations. Like there's so, they're yeah. in so many places. Alejandro Sanz and Rosalia are like one of the most nominated people on yeah. Yeah. the fucking whole awards. And it's we just like, <laughs> and meanwhile, like Por Siempre is not up for album of the year. Like what the fuck is wrong with yeah. y'all? The choices Cuando are really. Aprender, you know, like, I, know. I we, don't know. We, like, the... Yeah. We tried to look into like who is nominating, but it's like not, it's not transparent. Like they have information, but I don't know who they are, but clearly they're like old. I feel like they're just totally out of touch with like what people like, and we're not even that young. Like we're in our fucking thirties, but I feel like the people who are doing this have got to be like mostly in their sixties or something. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I do get it, right? Like if you, if you, you were, we were talking about this earlier when we were prepping for the episode and you were saying that it's like, yes, like a lot of these award bodies, it's like a conservative body. And like, yeah, I'm not, we're not saying necessarily like politically conservative in terms of like the policies they support, although that also may be true. Um, but like in terms of safety, like they just like play, mm-hmm. like they like you, you know, they, they choose, like, legacy artists. They choose, like, old artists. Like, Juanes is on here for, like, a fucking, mm-hmm. like, prime nomination. Is this, like, really for real? Like, I don't yeah. know, man. Like, there's so much innovation happening with Latina right. musicians, like, in this moment. And you're out here, like, nominating Juanes. Like, fuck out of here, bro. Like, yeah. me, me da, da vergüenza ajena. A mí me da vergüenza right. ajena. Like, right. they just, like, look lost right. in the sauce. 
It definitely seems like colorism is totally influencing the ways in yeah, which, Yeah, like, colorism, racism is a huge fucking deal. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like, race and class is absolutely about yeah. what is happening yeah. there. Although, I mean, shout out Setch. He got three different yeah. nominations. But only in the Urbano category, right? I think so. Yeah, I mean, so the thing that got me really heated on top of it, because you already, like, prepped me for that when I was looking at it about the, like, Spanish artists. Fucking Bachata... Not only does it not have its own category, it's a category for bachata slash merengue, which like bachata merengue are very different musical styles. So like number one, why are they together? Number two, this year they didn't even give an award because there weren't enough quote nominations and they combined it with some like tropical fusion category. And you know, what's not on that category at all is fucking Romeo Santos and Utopia. And that's just like wild to me because that was an incredible album, like an absolutely incredible album and how could that not like he's not on there at all like how could that not be yeah and we were looking at the cutoff i was like maybe it didn't make the cutoff but it seems but it like did. the cutoff is may no. 31st which yeah. like yeah it made it, it was like April okay 4th. the cutoff was march 31st it came right. out like early but april like, yeah it looks like there's two waves for music released after because they don't want to like ignore you know music released after this date yeah it's not on there and like it's possible we were talking about like sometimes people's managers fuck up and don't nominate you know like people have to nominate you but like it's fucking Romeo Santos and Utopia and that album is like record breaking he just broke a bunch of records with his um sold out show in New York City this weekend that Cardi B made an appearance at like he's a huge fucking deal and like the idea that there's not enough bachata to have a category is just bullshit because there's plenty of bachata it's just like it's on the island. It's not getting the reputation. It's not getting like the play that it it should get. It's not getting the attention, and a lot of that is about like race and class. And I'm just I'm just so mad, man. I'm just, and like Juan Luis Guerra is the only one in that category. And like, whatever, he's fine. But like, come on, he's like an old head. And like, is his album really that groundbreaking that it's going to be? He's nominated for best song of the year. He's nominated for yeah that weird tropical fusion category. Like, come on, like I'm over it. There's yeah. so many other bachateros, you know? And his yeah. stuff is, like, kind of fusion-y. Uh, whatever. I'm just, like, I know there's so many amazing bachata artists that are mostly Afro-Dominican and, like, on the island that just aren't getting the attention. And it's just, it's it's just, like, a travesty. This whole thing is a travesty. It's always a travesty. I honestly don't <laughs> no. know. Like, I feel like I just, like, look at the nominations every year so that I can be outraged. Yeah. Porque, like... Yeah. No yeah. sé. Siempre la misma vaina, you know? I know. This used to be like our goal was to get to the Latin Grammys, and now we're like, mm. <laughs> I mean, it's always been that way. I don't know. I, I, this I know, is you not a surprise to me. I was not. That, yeah, yeah, you weren't that excited. I was naive, I think. I just was like, I was just excited but to watch it and see the people I liked, and I didn't really think about the bigger picture. And now that I'm so much more, you know, I follow music so much more deeply because of this show, like I kind of see the picture more broadly, and I'm like, this is a mess. And it feels like the Caribbean is really like sidelined in the nominations, which may be like a historical thing because the United States and sort of Caribbean community and like the population size, because there's a, a big chunk of, of nominations and awards dedicated to Mexican music and Mexican regional music and North race. And that. The Caribbean yeah. is much blacker. blacker. The Caribbean yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. And I don't want, I don't think that that uh, emphasis on Mexico should change, like have all those categories. That's amazing. But what about having more attention and categories toward like Caribbean music, you know, like let's mm-hmm. not, it's not about not putting attention on like Mexicanos and Mexicano music. Cause there's amazing, amazing music from Mexico, but how about we also give more attention? So, but yeah, it's like people hate the Grammys too. Like it's like all of these different, right. The Academy Awards, like it's always a mess, right. There's always such problematic stuff that comes out. So like, why are we surprised? But still, yeah, it's just like, what are we going to be outraged about this year? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I have to look back about Bachata last year if they also did that again where they like collapse the category because that's just such, just fucking sad. And Romeo yeah. Santo was, was robbed. I don't know what else to say. Like, but also, I feel like they also have a history of being sexist, like nominating mm, a lot of men. Men, yeah. There were some women who got, who were there, but yeah, for sure. It's a thing. Yeah. All right. Well, what's your next summer pick now that we've sufficient complained about the latin grammys <laughs> let's see so who this wins this will be too. a nice palate cleanser because yeah. this is a really fire mc from puerto rico and i'm really excited about him this is a song called vicky and it's by joyce santana Le dicen Vicky, anda por allá arrebata como los hippies. Una friki friki, quiere wiki wiki. Anda por ahí bien loca, toda llena de hiki. 
Le dicen Vicky, anda por ahí arrebata como los hippies. Una friki friki, quiere wiki wiki. Anda por ahí bien loca, toda llena de hiki. Se rasca la nariz por la nota de las piki. En la entrada la chequearon y tenía una miti. Con la boca seca viendo quién le da un zipi. Si la viera su papi, su mami, sus titi. Quien la ve bien fina los domingos en Serafina. Pa' terminar siempre en cuatro en un motel en Carolina. Se pasa en Santurce roleando en todas las esquinas. Se mete dos pali y aparece por salina. No es la vida que le gusta, es la vida que le fascina. Las roli las percocen, los sobres de gasolina. Le falta poco pa' hacer un pote vitamina. Hay que irse del lado porque si no, no termina. Una dementola que te juega con la psiqui. Culo de Selena, chiquitita como Nicky. Quiero un arco como Catalina y el Titi. Esa diabla tiene un triqui, por eso hay que ser piqui. Le dicen Vicky, anda por ahí arrebata como los hippies. Una friki friki, quiere wiki wiki. Anda por ahí bien loca, toda llena de hiki. Le dicen Vicky, anda por ahí arrebata como los hippies. Una friki friki, quiere wiki wiki. Anda por ahí bien loca, toda llena de hiki. Vela que a la una fistilla y está llegando. Dos AM y ya todas las notas están explotando. Tres AM y la rola volando en canto. Ya no va pa' santo porque no entra ni pagando. Pero se mete a DJ directo. So I am fully obsessed with this song. Um, Again, it's another one with a sort of like minimalist production. The producer on this is called Hydra. Um, and, you know, Joyce Santana is from Carolina, from Puerto Rico. And my dude has fucking bars, okay? Like, he's like un fucking duro. He can really rap. I had heard him before. He's actually, um, he did a verse on that Gauti track that we brought, mm -hmm. that we opened the Perreo Intenso episode. Mm -hmm. um with so um he was he did a verse on that like on that protest song and um so he was we brought him to the show in that capacity but this is a song that really like made me like be like whoa hold up you know and like look into his back catalog and like listen to his other stuff and you know this song came out i'm gonna say i think august late august august mm -hmm. 23rd and it's just been like ever since then it's been like this song on repeat an embarrassing number of times and <laughs> you know like you know how we do yeah song <laughs> i i know that i know that <laughs> spotify's like chill yo chill <laughs> <laughs> but yeah looking back at his back catalog and shit i realized like my dude has been grinding yeah. his bars for days like he really deserves more shine and i feel like mm -hmm. i'm not sure that he's really known very well outside of la isla and like I, um, you know, this song in particular, I think it's, for some reason, it's just wild funny to me. Like, it's about some rich girl, que se la da de niña de sociedad, pero low-key, like, high-key actually is out there just having a wild-ass time with sex and drugs. <laughs> and more money, more problems, you which, know? Which, like, shout out to her, whatever, true. you know? And <laughs> yeah. But it's like, he's got this, like, all these, like, super savage-ass bars in there. He's like, one of them that kills me is, like... Si la vieran su papi, su mami, sus titis, que la ve bien fina los domingos en Serafina, pa' termina siempre en cuatro en un motel en Carolina. <laughs> Killed me dead. Killed me dead. <laughs> And then he's like, le falta poco pa' su pote vitamina. Like, <laughs> you, have that, you have that shit memorized. You like pulled that out on the phone the other day without even having it in front of you. So like, Oh, clearly. I have that shit memorized. I'm telling yeah. you, I've been listening to it over <laughs> and over. I'm like, front to back. This yeah. is, you know. Yeah, this is yeah. it. Because and the thing is, like, I'm not even usually a lyrics person. Like, what drew me to no, this was the production. Um, yeah. I think that like the the beat is amazing, right. but the lyrics are so fucking clever and funny, and yeah. the delivery. You know, like he's just yeah. like such a fire fucking MC. Yeah, that um, I you know like it totally draws me into. So it's like a perfect song. Right. How did so you find I'm really this? Do you super know? Super happy to bring this. How did I find Joyce Santana? Coño, no sé. Yeah. Maybe because of that, maybe because he did the, the verse Kauti on that song. Track? Yeah. No sé. I hope that's like getting him more attention. Yeah, I just like, I feel like, especially since I didn't find it super recently, this is like a month ago, like, I just mm -hmm. like can't remember how it yeah. is that I no, it's okay. came yeah. about it. But 
I don't know. It's just, it's so, I, I'm just so into it. And I'm just like, if you like, also, if you like look at Twitter, people just be asking like, ven acá, ¿quién carajo es Ricky? That's cute. There's all these tweets being like, ven acá, ¿quién carajo es Ricky? Like, so (laughs) fucking funny. I think it's like really popping off in Puerto Rico, but it's just like people outside of La Isla like need to know about Joyce Santana. Yeah. I have to say, I have to give you a shout out for your Twitter game because I am not super, I'm just like a lurker on Twitter. And I was like locked out of my account for a few weeks because I'm like old and couldn't remember my password that I made like back in 2009 or whatever, you know, like I have a very evolved password system now, but like it predates that. So it took me a while anyway. And I signed back in yesterday and then I spent like an hour because I follow whatever it like puts you in my notifications. So I spent like an hour just like scrolling through all your old tweets and just like liking (laughs) most of them <laughs> so if you're not following oh. better on twitter you should do that now because she really you really invested in it and i appreciate that um and i'm just like mad late to the game i'm like oh yeah that thing from two weeks ago let me comment on that now but um <laughs> but yeah and better is also responsible for our ready minute on twitter so make sure you're following that too I yeah am. yeah well no i like this i like this track also yeah. Good. Yeah. I'm so glad. I, I really am glad to bring some shine because I, you know, I'm just obsessed. Yep. I feel like our Caribbean-ness is showing in this episode for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like most you know, of what, what we can brought. you do? I know. <laughs> Although can ne- you do? Next, yeah. What can you do? We are, we are who we are. Um, all this next one has actually two non-Caribeños that I picked. So yeah, there's tell us that. About it. A little bit of diversity. <laughs> um, so this song is called Mañana Es Too Late, but, and it's Jesse Ejoy and Jay Balvin. Que no ves, este momento no volverá. Lo real es difícil de encontrar. Y cada aliento que tomamos se va a perder. ¿Cuántos más podemos tener? Y para hacerlo vale la pena, nos podemos aprovechar Si la noche ya estaba buena, no tiene que terminar Si mañana es too late, ¿qué estamos haciendo ahora? Si mañana es too late, ya va siendo la hora Yo soy tu frío en el verano y tu calor en el invierno. Aprovecho el tiempo que esto nunca vuelve, porque es el momento, eso, eso. Y sé que mañana puede ser muy tarde y que tal vez puedas encontrar a alguien, pero ¿qué le vamos a hacer? Yo soy lo que buscas y tú lo que soñas. Y sé que mañana puede ser muy tarde y que tal vez puedas encontrar a alguien, pero ¿qué? I definitely had like a few songs I was thinking about and most of them were sort of like more straight Caribbean like reggaeton and so I kind of picked this one both because I like it but also because I did want to mix it up a little bit more and I thought this collab was really interesting so this song actually came out in April um, so it's a little more like a spring song but it's been on all over the radio um, and like gotten really big this summer so I'm sliding it into this summer in case you missed that episode so Jesse, I don't know if it's Jesse Anjoy or Jesse Ejoy, but they're a Mexican pop duo um, that I brought to the show back in episode 21. That was our novella feels episode. And that was a song um, called Un Besito Mas that was like very sweet and slow and country and like ballady, um, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting and I liked because I did grow up in North Carolina. So there's like a little bit of country in my like environment growing up. Um, but they're not actually like a country duo. They're like a pop duo and they do lots of different things like they have a pretty diverse, I think, array of, of things they do. And so this doesn't have that feel at all. Um, but this is actually one of those songs that grew on me as I heard it more and more, um, which kind of can happen to me. There's some songs that like hit me immediately and I'm like, yes, but then there's other songs that I, I hear it a couple of times and it starts to kind of like creep in. And this one became a little bit of an earworm. Um, yeah, it was one of the yeah. creepers. It was one of the creepers, yeah. I think it's interesting. I would not expect this. Coll- I mean, Jay Balvin like is everywhere these days, but I wouldn't expect this collaboration. You know, like he, you know, they're a Mexican pop duo. You know, he's a reggaetonero. He's Colombian. Like it just, it was pretty unexpected. So I was kind of like interested to see what this um, 
sounded like. And I like, I don't know, I like the way that their voices kind of meld. It doesn't have a dembo or anything particularly reggaeton um, heavy, but it still, you know, has Balvin and his, like, lyricism and the way he he kind of contributes to songs. Hmm. What did you think of it, Vito? Eh, Probably not. I wasn't that not into your it. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Not surprised. Um, I also really like a good Spanglish lyric. So that yeah, was part no, of I do love a good Spanglish lyric. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is like you know romantic, and so yeah. all the things for Jesse and Joy. I, like. I liked Un Besito Mas better. I don't better. know. I like low key like myself some like good country. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a really good song. It was a really good song. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I feel so, like. Yeah. I'm sort of into like the Latinos in country. I want to watch the Linda Ronstadt documentary, mm-hmm. Mexican American mm-hmm. country queen. Yeah. Gotta watch it, that. Yeah. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. You think about Tejano music and you know, borders are fiction. So it's like these, Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, and literally some borders like move, right. Um, right. there's a lot of, of connection between country music and like Tejano music and Norteños and different music from Mexico. So yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I haven't been following them super closely to see what they what what where their music is heading, but I did see this this particular collaboration. Also, there was a really funny comment on the video for this. I don't usually spend a lot of time looking at YouTube comments, but for some reason I scrolled past and saw this and I thought it was really hilarious and it was about Jay Balvin and it said, "A este man lo veo en todas las canciones, lo veo más que a mi mamá." <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of true. Like he's everywhere. He's everywhere. <laughs> he's everywhere. That's good. I know it's that good. I was like, okay, YouTube commenter. <laughs> like you're funny. <laughs> um, you know, and it's true, and it's interesting. He didn't show up at all in the Latin Grammys nominations. I don't think I saw his name once. So you know, whatever. Latin Grammys suck yeah. anyway. But um, yeah, I feel like he's. I don't know. In some ways, like doing so much starts to dilute a little bit of like, what's your thing? Like, what's your, what is it that you're contributing? You know? So I don't know. Making I mean, I money, still like securing yeah. the bag. Yeah. But like how much money does one person need? Yo, I mean, I still like him, but I'm like, I'm curious about what his creative direction is. I feel like he, I mean, he said he wants to be like worldwide, you know, like he wants to be like, he's just trying to be big. Yeah. Just trying to be big. I think that his goal is just to be huge. I know. And I'm not going to be mad about that. Like, whatever. No, I mean, whatever. It's a whatever goal. But I want you to be contributing something more than just that. Like, I want there to be something that's so uniquely you that makes it really interesting. And I feel like, yeah, he's on a lot of tracks that I'm just like, whatever. You know? That's not, it doesn't, you can't do that much and have it all be good. You know? It's just like not possible. Yeah. But, but I did like this. I did like this. But it feels more, it doesn't have his, um, doesn't have a huge stamp from him on it you know it has his voice it has like his rapping basically but it doesn't have a huge like j balvin stamp it sounds more i think like them so anyway this is uh one of the ones i wanted to like highlight from this music that i was listening to this summer nice cual es tu ultima canción my last song is um one that i'm excited about because it was like it was the return of maluka and Maluka has a couple of songs out now, so I'm just so fucking here for it and for her. Um, this song became sort of like a theme song for me this summer, and still, this is called Mami, and it's Maluka and Jubilee. Dale, mami, you the shit, rolling out, and you know it. You can fuck them, you can leave them, you can have what you want, and she's easy. Dale, mami, you the one, stacking G's in the house just for fun. You can fuck them, you don't need them. You can have what you want, it's just easy, girl. Dale, mommy. Dale, mommy. Dale, mommy. Dale, mommy. Take, take it to the top. Run your waist, never stop. Dale, mommy. Dale, mommy. Bang, paca, mommy. You the shit, rolling out, and you know it. You can fuck them, you can leave them. You can have what you want, it's just easy. Dale, mommy, you the one. Stacking G's in the house just for fun. You can fuck them, you don't need them. You can have what you want, it's just easy.
Maluka a bunch of times. Mm. Um, those of you who are like OG listeners or really dedicated and have heard our pilot will remember that I brought a Maluka song to that as kind of like the culmination of like where sort of my taste is at. Mm. Um, you know, what? was at at that time. Yeah. Which song was that? It's called Mala. Mala. Right, right, right. Yes. And, um, and she hasn't really put out a lot of music since then. And I am so fucking excited. She is teasing a new album, like, mm. which is, it's been, fu- it's been fucking time. I'm, and I don't know, like, I really, really love her. She's, if you don't know her, she's Dominican from New York, um, has been grinding for years, years, years. And I've just been like a fucking stand for ages, like way since like back when Diplo fucked her over on Mad Decent like Tigarazo I'm talking like 2009 maybe mm. 2010 but um, she's been really grinding for a long time she's so fucking dope Jubilee is a DJ um, that is also really great and um, I am really into this song it's like sort of like a different feel it came out like late July and it's very like you know, the world is your oyster, mommy. You the one. And I'm just like, yes, that is how I feel. That's how I want to feel. Mm. Like, this is my energy right now. You know, like, grinding, Beautiful. focused, feeling cute on my shit. She's like, <laughs> you can fuck them. You can leave them. You can have what you want. It's just easy. And I'm just like, yes, yes, all of that, all of that. <laughs> it's just easy. That's beautiful, friend. I'm glad that's where you're at. Yeah, yeah, it's it's where I'm at, and it's my fucking mm, energy, and I feel what a like blessing. it's also the thing that like where like a song helps you believe it, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's like, like fake it till you make it. Yeah, yeah, and even Beyonce said that she's like, I'm not what my songs are. My songs help me believe what, what my shit too. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's like, she's like, it's like a both like yes, it like it helps you get there, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like there's a part of you that believes it, but then there's a part of you that doubts it, and so this helps you. Like, yeah, and so the song like, yes. is like, "Yes, bitch, I am the yeah. one. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can have what I want. It is mm. easy, you know. Mm. So, um, you know, it's not easy, but it's cool. No. Like, it's nice to believe it for the duration of the song. <laughs> yeah, to have a few minutes of feeling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, Maluka just came out with another song, too. She's, like, on a fucking roll. But this song that she just came out with just, like, a few days ago in September um, is called NYC Baby. And mm. that song as well, like, we're not playing it right now, but you have to check it out. And especially the video, especially for those of y'all who are New Yorkers, it captures New York in a way that's just, like, you know, like, yeah, that's the New York that I love. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, that's the one. That's the city. Because there's so many videos that are like, this is New York. And it's, like, almost never, like, the New York that I love. You know? It's mm-hmm. always, like, some sex in the city bullshit that's, like, no. not no. my New York, you know? No. But this is, like, this is it. This is, like, they're at Reese. It's queer. Oh, it's wow. POC. They're laughing on the streets. It's just, like, yeah, this is my city. Like, this is the New York I love. And it's so beautiful so definitely check it out yeah let's put that in the show notes so folks can check it out yeah yeah is she family is she queer i I mean i don't know i don't know that she's ever been out but like i i think i think she's maybe not i don't know but like she like hangs out with queer she creates with queer she's like i'm i just like in my mind she's family right right well there's like the family that you read people you read people and i'm just like right see you i see her right you know right. like but right. i've yeah have you i read something like with you know yeah. no right right well and then there's like there's the family that's like okay you you know we share like a sexual orientation and then there's a family who just like can hang and be in the community with queers and it's like no big thing so there's also that too but yeah i don't know i read her as queer but okay yeah i haven't yeah. been all up in there so yeah we haven't asked <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, mm. Dale Mami, you the That's one. That's beautiful. Love her. Mm. I'm so happy. I'm so happy for you, friend. Oh, <laughs> thank you. You know, thank it you. was rough there for a while. So I I'm know. Like, it was I'm really happy. fucking and I, rough I for get a you. I've had my, I mean, I've never broken up with an 11-year relationship, but I have plenty of breakups in my time. And they're <laughs> right, not, right. they're hard, you know. They don't the have to be out. long to be hard. No, that's true. They don't. And 
as a friend of mine once said, the only way out is through. And you yeah. made it through. So happy yeah. for you. I feel like I was way more fucked up for way longer about my like noviecito of three months mm. when I was 17. Well, <laughs> 17. 17. I yeah, mean, I didn't I mean, know if, you then, but. No, but it did <laughs> feel like rough. the world was ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's something about your first, you know, that's really uniquely terrible. Yeah. But yeah, yeah every breakup sure. is hard. But another world is possible, you know? You yeah. You build your life if you have to. That's right. That's um, right. All right. So we're going to end with my pick, which is an Osuna track, and it's Te Soñé de Nuevo. Tú estás en mi pensamiento. Aunque yo no quiera, te pienso. Soy persona de ignorar sentimiento. Pero tú eres la excepción. Mi mente dice sí, pero mi corazón dice no. Y aunque todo sale a la luz, solo te quería decir. Anoche te soñé de nuevo y quiero que se repita otra vez. Pero en persona en mi mente tienes un enredo. Dime si visitas te puedo. Y es que anoche te soñé de nuevo y quiero que se repita otra vez. Pero en persona en mi mente tienes un enredo. Dime si visitas te puedo. Se mojate que alguna bebe mi nombre menciona ¿Quién es el que eres bebe el de mi río de Amazonas? Tiene un niño rosado que nunca lo tienen ahora Mi bebé Lo que soñé lo quiero hacer tú besame Y recordemos aquella vez Mi bebé Lo que soñé lo quiero hacer tú besame This was released in June, like June 3rd or something like that, but it actually just hit number one on the Latin Billboard charts um, like two weeks ago. And so it's been, you know, kind of had like a long run this summer, and it's actually his 13th number one. So Osuna's like killing it, continues continues to make the hits. And I'm a big fan of his. Mm -hmm. I really like his music. I really like a lot of what he does. And this song is another one of those like earworms that I've been listening to a lot all summer. It didn't, this one didn't take a while to hit. Like I definitely liked it the first time I heard it. Um, but it's been kind of in the background this summer. I think one thing that's weird about it is the videos like takes place in like a ski slope. <laughs> like not a, yeah, not a typical I saw setting that. for It's a very interesting video. setting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how many reggaeton videos are set on a ski slope? <laughs> like, it's not really common in Latin America. Although there, and then there are mountains with snow, but not in the in Caribe. Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, are, is there skiing in Los Andes? I don't know. I'm not from, like, the part of Venezuela has Andes, like, it's yeah. like at the very top, pero yo no soy de allá, so. I feel like skiing, skiing is such, like, a Anglo thing. Yeah, it feels very, like, European, Swiss. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I don't know the story behind the video. I didn't try super hard to find it if it's out there, but I was just like, why would you do this for a song that's released in June? I don't know. I had a lot of questions about it. Um, <laughs> I thought it was weird. Did you, you thought know. it was also, weird too? Maybe it's like money. Maybe because I feel like skiing is like money to me. I feel like skiing if you is ski, money. you have money. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, so it's maybe it's expensive. like, I got money. Like not just right. any money, but like white people money. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like going to the Alpines money. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what I figured it was about, yeah. you know, because like who the fuck skis except for like rich white people. Yeah. It's true. It's true. But yeah, I mean, I think this is just like a solid Osuna hit, you know? It's just like put it in the, the category with a ton of his other hits. Um, and it's, you know, it's got the romantic theme, so I'm always into that. Um, but I also was thinking about it because we had this conversation um, on our first episode back about like racism and colorism and reggaeton. And he is an Afro-Latino black artist, right? Um, yeah. But he, you know, and so I think he doesn't always also get as much attention, although he's had a lot of hits as some of the other dudes that are out there. But mm -hmm. I think it's interesting because his tagline is, you know, you know, all these records I notice have like a tagline that they, they were, that they, they shop themselves out. Right. They always like name themselves in there, you know? And so Nikki jam is like N A E C K. you know, they all have their own thing that they do. And his thing is Negrito Ojos Claro. 
eyes, you know? So he's like shouting out the fact that he's yeah. black but has light eyes, you know? So I think it's just interesting. I mean, he can he gets to call himself whatever he wants and like tag whatever his tagline is, but I feel like it it's another example of sort of the ways in which white features are valued. Valued, yeah. Because yeah, he has like sure. light eyes. So um but yeah, I mean he's definitely been out there, been doing the thing and been really successful. So I'm a big fan of him. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, you know, get skiing, Osuna. You know, learn how yeah. to ski. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever gone skiing? Uh, I don't think so. I've been snowboarding before, which is really fucking hard. I did it one time, and I'm like, bitch, never again. I also don't like the winter. So I'm like, why the fuck would we be out here for hours? Like, I just thought it was so whack. But I'm sure that if you, like, get good at it, it's fun. And, like, I, like, if you live in a place that, like, has winter like that, like, I feel like it's probably for the best to find an activity to be able to do outdoors that'll keep you entertained. Yeah. But I don't know. I was, first of all, I'm, I don't love doing things that I'm bad at. And I was mm-hmm. extremely <laughs> bad at snowboarding. Second when of all, I hate the cold. A long time ago, like maybe like 15, you know, like I was like in my 20s. Because you were in Minnesota, right? Yeah, but I didn't go to that shit. Like it's so expensive to go to to this, even for one day. Are there mountains in Minnesota anyway? Not really, but there's ski places, but it's so expensive. Like the pass for the day and then the rental and like having the clothes. It's like not a joke. So no, we never went. I went once with my mom took my brother and I to like Vermont <laughs> it was kind of funny because like none of us were really good at it or and my mom like yeah and my mom basically said she like almost died and so then she like the first day she like took a class with like the adults and like almost <laughs> like skied off the mountain and so then she like mm-hmm. refused to ever try it again um and I don't know how serious that like almost death experience was or not because my mom love you mommy can be kind of dramatic sometimes um <laughs> it's a cultural thing and then I remember, like, I was a little kid. I was probably, like, seven or eight. So I was just, like, in the, like, class with little kids, like, where you all you're doing is, like, learning to make, like, a pizza pie to, like, slow down, you know, like, very elementary. Um, yeah, I feel like it's something you have to do a lot to, like, get good at. And so I feel like I went a couple other times because there's, like, mountains that aren't too far from, like, where I grew up. You could drive a few hours and go to, like, a mountain with some fake snow, basically. You know, they're not. They're, like, making snow machine snow. Um, so it was like something we did with like youth groups and stuff, but yeah, I've never been good at, and like, here's the thing. I don't like adrenaline based sports. Like Mm. I'm just not, I'm not looking for a thrill. I'm not chasing that feeling. I'm not trying to go on roller coasters. So like, it's never really appealed to me. Yeah. And like, I don't mind the winter, but I'd be happy to just like sit by a fire, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Inside. I would go on somebody's ski trip and sit in the lodge, drink hot chocolate, sit by the fire. Get in a hot Look tub at like in the a snow. big window with the nice outdoors, mm-hmm. but like yeah. safely warm inside with a cute sweater on. Yeah, I'm done with that. I have like the looks planned out, but I'm not going out there to yeah. ski. Mm-mm. Yeah, my cousins like on my mom's side who like they they have money. Like their parents have money. They go on. They would go on ski trips a lot. It's definitely like mm, a wealthy. Got it. It's like even though they lived in Miami, <laughs> you know, they would like fly to like Aspen or wherever. And I'm just yeah. Wow. It's not my thing. It's not yeah. my thing. Even if I could afford it, I don't. No. It's not on the top of my list of travel that I want to do. I'd rather like go for a hike and mm. go skiing. Yeah. So can sabe. Usuna's just trying to do something different <laughs> with this video. <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here I'm for it. Mad. I'm not mad. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so, so much for listening. As always, all of the details of this episode, the music that we brought, and some of the stuff that we mentioned are going to be in the show notes. So look for the link in there. Make sure you're following us on social media. Um, We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We also have a newsletter that we send every Friday, and it includes a couple of extra links of things that we're reading and things that we're into. So um, check out the show notes to make sure you're subscribed to our newsletter. Um, And if you didn't take a listen to last week's episode, we had a great conversation with, or Vero had a great conversation with Tomasa del Real. And we kind of got to talk a lot about um, Neo Perreo and kind of what's going on in her musical career. So make sure you've taken a listen to that. Hasta la próxima, babies. Bye. Contra
la pared. 